What you think, you see, and you ultimately become. Think better, live better. Welcome to the Think Better, Live Better podcast. We're your hosts, Mark and Angel Chernoff, New York Times bestselling authors and creators of the popular blog, Mark and Angel Hack Life. Today's episode is titled, How to Find Gratitude When Everything Goes Wrong. Angel and I recently interviewed a minimum wage motel housekeeper in Miami for a project we're working on to support our book, Getting Back to Happy. Do you like your job, we asked her. To our surprise, she smiled from ear to ear and was breathless for a couple moments. She finally collected herself and said, I can't believe how much I love my job. I get to make dozens of our guests happy every day and feed my two beautiful children at the same time. Then, at the same motel, 30 minutes later, we met a family of six in the lobby. They were just hanging out, sharing stories, laughing, and taking turn reading excerpts from a book. Their joyous presence caught our attention. And so we asked them, where are you from? Oh, we're from here, the father said. Our house burned down to the ground last night, but miraculously, all of us got out safely. And that makes this a really darn good day. Talk about two back-to-back wake-up calls. There is always, always, always something to be grateful for. In getting back to happy, I share this entry from my grandmother's journal. It's dated 9-16-1977. Today I'm sitting in my hospital bed waiting to have both my breasts removed. But in a strange way, I feel like the lucky one. Until now, I've had no health problems. I'm a 69-year-old woman in the last room at the end of the hall before the pediatric division of the hospital begins. Over the past few hours, I've watched dozens of cancer patients being wheeled by in wheelchairs and rolling beds. None of these patients could be a day older than 17. That journal entry has been hanging up in our home office for the past two decades. And it continues to remind Angel and I to practice gratitude through thick and thin. No matter how good or bad we have it on any particular day, we do our best to wake up grateful for our lives because other people in other places are desperately fighting for theirs. Think about your own life in the context of gratitude. How often do you let go of what you think your life is supposed to look like and sincerely appreciate it for everything that it is? If you're anything like the rest of us, it's probably not often enough because finding sincere gratitude is much easier said than done, especially in the hustle of life and especially when hard times hit. And although Angel and I have coped and grown through our fair share of truly hard times, which we're gonna touch upon here in just a second, let's be honest about something. 98% of the time, we create tragedy in our lives out of fairly minor incidents. Something doesn't go exactly as planned, but rather than learn from the experience, we freak out about it and let stress become us. Or we resist the small bits of progress we can make simply because we can't achieve exactly what we want all at once. Our challenge for you today is to start choosing differently. Don't let the things that are beyond your control dominate you. The biggest difference between peace and stress on an average day is your attitude. It's all about how you look at a situation and what you decide to do with it. It's remembering that there are no certainties in life. We don't know exactly what the future will bring. So your best strategy for living is to make the best and most positive use of the present moment. 
even when it's far from perfect, especially when it's far from perfect. Your life with all its ups and downs and unexpected twists and turns has brought you to this moment. It took each and every intricate, confusing, and painful situation you have encountered to bring you to right here, right now. And if you have the courage to admit that you're a little scared and have the ability to smile even as you cry, the nerve to ask for help when you need it, and the wisdom to take it when it's offered, and you have everything you need, you just have to believe it so you can take the next step. Angel and I have guided hundreds of course students and Think Better, Live Better live attendees through this process of perspective change, a process of stepping forward with sincere gratitude no matter what. And that's exactly what we want to highlight for you today. We're going to take a quick journey through some ways to find sincere gratitude when there's nothing obvious to be grateful for, when everything seems to be going wrong. We usually think of times like these as something we don't like, dealing with a difficult person or circumstance, struggling with a difficult life change, losing a loved one, and so forth. And it's true. These are not good times. I'm not suggesting we should rejoice at living through disappointing or painful life experiences. But there are ways we can find gratitude as we grow through them nonetheless. So here are some solid examples of how to do just that. How to find gratitude around difficult people. We expect people to behave in a certain way. Specifically, we expect them to always treat us kindly, fairly, and respectfully. But the reality is some people won't. They will lose their tempers or act foolishly, regardless of how we treat them. This must be accepted. Don't lower your standards, but do remind yourself that removing your expectations of others, especially those who are being difficult, is the best way to avoid being disappointed by them. You will end up sadly disappointed if you expect others will always do for you as you do for them. Not everyone has the same heart as you. Not everyone's heart is filled with genuine gratitude. When you're forced to deal with a difficult person, you can be grateful for having other people in your life who are far less difficult. You can be grateful for having a way to practice being better at patience, communication, and tempering your expectations. You can think of this person as a teacher who is inadvertently helping you to grow stronger as a person. And at the very least, you can be grateful for them because they serve as a great reminder of how not to be. How to find gratitude when you catch yourself complaining. Many of us have developed a subtle habit of complaining about life. We might not even notice how often we're doing it, but every time we experience some tension in our lives, like things not going exactly our way, we immediately feel bitterness. This bitterness is a form of complaining and it's a common way we waste our lives. Gratitude is the anecdote. Each time you notice yourself feeling bitter or complaining, notice that you have this story in your mind that's causing you to feel the way you do. Notice that you're letting this story about how life should be dominate you. Then find a small way to be grateful instead. What could you be grateful for right now if you really wanted to be grateful? What could you appreciate about this moment? Seriously, when life gives you every reason to be negative, think of one good reason to be positive. Remember, there's always, always something to be grateful for. How to find gratitude when you are overwhelmed. 
The familiar faces, places, situations, and obligations we rely on and interact with daily, they overwhelm us sometimes, especially when we're taking them for granted. Have you ever noticed how the more familiar you become with an amazing situation or relationship in your life, the more you seem to take it for granted? And then as it becomes more expendable in your subconscious mind, the more it seems to overwhelm you on busy days. You somehow grow to feel like this amazing thing is getting in your way, even though it isn't. It's you that's getting in your way. The bottom line is that we often take for granted the very things that most deserve our gratitude. So challenge yourself to flip your perspective in moments of overwhelm using a simple reframing tool we often cover with our course students called, and I love it. Saying, and I love it, is a phrase that can be applied to the end of any overwhelming thought. Here are a couple examples. I need to go to the grocery store and pay the bills and pick the kids up from school in an hour. And I love it. My inbox is filled with two dozen client emails that need to be responded to today. And I love it. Let this little reframing tool give you the perspective you need. Because again, the everyday things that overwhelm us are often the blessings in disguise. Okay, now on to some harder stuff. How to find gratitude after job loss. No one wins at chess by only moving forward. Sometimes you have to move backward to put yourself in a position to win. And that's a good metaphor for your life's work too. As painful as losing your job is, it's an ending that leads to the beginning of everything that comes next. Let the heaviness of being successful be replaced by the lightness of being a beginner again. This new beginning is the start of a different story the opportunity to refresh your life, to reinvent who you are professionally. See the beauty in this opportunity, the freedom and liberation from a fixed routine, a solid foundation from which you can rebuild certain aspects of your life the way you always wanted them to be. Remind yourself as often as necessary that you can find gratitude for where you are. You can find gratitude for these moments of reinvention, for pushing into the discomfort of getting good at interviewing and learning new skills and leveling up. You can find gratitude for the opportunity to grow stronger, even in the midst of the growing pains that ultimately get you there. How to find gratitude amidst health problems. Everyone is down on the pain inflicted by health problems. And when we experience this kind of pain, we usually say we have nothing to be grateful for because we forget something important about what we're going through. The pain of a health problem is for the living only, for those of us who still have the chance of a lifetime. A couple short years ago, on the second to last day of her life, a close friend of mine told me her only regret was that she didn't appreciate every year with the same passion and purpose that she had in the last two years of her life after she was diagnosed with terminal cancer. I've accomplished so much recently and truly appreciated every step, she said. If I had only known, I would have started sooner. Her words made me cry and smile at the same time. What was truly miraculous was seeing the genuine gratitude in her eyes at that moment. She was sincerely grateful for actually being able to accomplish everything she had accomplished in her final two years. And her sentiment has always remained with me. 
So while I agree that health problems are never fun and can often be very painful and debilitating, the pain can still be mediated by a sense of gratitude of being alive, of still having a chance to move forward, of still having a life worth living from moment to precious moment. How to find gratitude when someone you love dies. One of the absolute hardest realities to cope with is death. A person who gave meaning to our life is no longer in our life, at least not in the flesh. And we are not the same person without them. We have to change who we are. We are now a best friend who sits alone, a widow instead of a wife, a dad without a daughter, or a next door neighbor to someone new. We want life to be the way it was before death. And yet we know it never will be. But can we still be grateful we had the gift of this person in our lives? Yeah. Angel and I have dealt with the loss of siblings and best friends to illness and suicide. So we know from firsthand experience that when you lose someone you can't imagine living without, your heart breaks wide open. And the bad news is you never completely get over the loss because you never forget them. However, we gradually learn that this is also the good news. Ultimately, we grew to appreciate that although death is an ending, it is also a necessary part of living. And even though endings like these are often ugly, they're often necessary for beauty too. Otherwise, it's impossible to appreciate someone or something because they're unlimited. Again, I want to remind you that limits illuminate beauty. And death is that ultimate limit, the definitive limit, a reminder that we need to be aware of this beautiful thing, this beautiful person, and this beautiful experience called life. Death is also the beginning because while we have lost someone special, this ending, like the loss of any wonderful life situation, is a moment of reinvention. Although deeply, deeply sad, their passing forces us to gradually reinvent our lives. In this reinvention is an opportunity to experience beauty in unseen ways and places. And finally, death is an opportunity to celebrate a person's life and to be grateful for the beauty they showed us while they were living. The bottom line is that life's disappointments and struggles are not easy to find gratitude for, but they can become incredible paths of growth if we find the lessons in them, if we start to see everything as our teacher. Truly, the best time to focus on being grateful is when you don't feel like it because that's when doing so can make the biggest difference. As for me, as we're wrapping up this podcast, I want to express a quick note of gratitude to you. Thank you for listening to this podcast and for reading our articles on markandangel.com. Thank you for being a part of our community. Mark and I are truly, truly grateful that you're here with us. Gratitude in hard times is very difficult. It almost seems counterintuitive, right? I mean, it, it almost sounds like you're saying be positive for the sake of positivity rather than be real. And yet that's not it. I think gratitude in hard times goes back to a little of what we've discussed in other episodes, which is this idea of acceptance, right? You, you really have to level out and accept where you are. And from that basis of acceptance comes your ability to more optimistically look at the situation. Yeah. And take a step forward. Yeah, and it is true, right? Like when we need to reflect on what we appreciate in life, 
is oftentimes when we don't want to do it, right? Mm -hmm. Like that's when it can actually have the most value and impact for us is when we don't feel like appreciating what we have. That's when we need to express gratitude the most. Yeah. You know, I mean, you can easily look at a picture of any loved one that you've lost and say that you're grateful for their existence. You know, that just because something ended doesn't mean it wasn't worth your while, right? And I mean, that's a perfect reminder of the fact that we can be grateful even in times of incredible pain. We can be grateful when things don't go our way. We can be grateful for when, when something that we or someone that we relied on is stripped away from us. Um, it's not an easy practice, but doing so, like you just said, I mean, it can move you forward. It really put, puts you in a position to be able to um, figure it out. Mm-hmm. And I, I, you know, I tell you, you know, one of the things I, I, I struggled with being grateful for is, you know, some of the failures in my own life and, and some of the, the losses in my life. You know, you, you look at those in those moments and you think to yourself, it's unfair, right? Um, like, why is this happening to me? And you suddenly look around and you're immediately comparing yourself to people who don't have this problem, who haven't experienced this loss or haven't failed in the way that you have. You know, I've had multiple moments like that throughout my life. Um, and I know you have as well, right? I mean, all of us experience some level of that. Um, and that comparison game is a killer, you know? Because, you know, especially nowadays, we're looking out on social media at like where everybody else is at. And it's just a highlight reel of everyone's best day. And that's not reality. And I, I tell you, like, sometimes that, like, I'm feeling a certain way about something I'm going through, right? Big or small. And it's like the images and that social stream around me is not helping me feel any better. Mm-hmm. And so I have to keep myself in check on that. Yeah, you need to be aware of your surroundings. Like, are you surrounding yourself with things and people and experiences that are pumping you up or making you feel inadequate and not enough? Um, I, I think we're all guilty of doing that and we need to make some adjustments to help put ourselves in the best position possible. Yeah. I mean, you know, the, one of my favorite books is a book called The Road Less Traveled by M. Scott Peck. And it starts with this line, life is not easy. And I think that gave me a lot of perspective as well, you know, over the years, which is like in the moments where I don't feel like I have anything to be grateful for. A lot of times I'm believing, at least subconsciously, right? That comparison game that I talked about, I'm believing that my life should be different than it is. That in order for me to be grateful, my life should look like this. And that's not the case because life is not easy. Another way of saying that is life is not fair, right? But there are still opportunities for gratitude, even in those very difficult, unfair moments. And by finding those opportunities, by by figuring out what those silver linings are, by embracing that situation for what it is, it ultimately allows us to move forward. And that's a hard thing. But like we've said, I mean, you've got to do the hard things to be happy, mm-hmm. right? You've got to do the things like being grateful in those tough moments that nobody else can do for you. No one else is going to be grateful for you and point you in the right direction. You've got to do that for yourself. You've got, to, you've got to do the hard things that make you question how much longer you can push yourself forward in those moments. Because at the end of the day, that makes all the difference. Mm-hmm. It makes a difference between existing and being sulking in your sorrows with where you are and actually moving forward and living again makes a difference between, 
you know, a lifetime of empty promises going forward and one that's filled with a lot more possibility and progress. Yeah. And I mean, for goodness sake, we woke up this morning, right? Each and every one of us listening right now, we woke up this morning and we have the opportunity to move forward, to do things that make us smile, to be with the ones we love. And so I think it's important to acknowledge just that, right? To be grateful for having this opportunity to be alive, to, yeah. to love, to be loved. Yeah. I mean, I, I think that's one of, the, one of the, the easiest ways to channel, positively channel those negative experiences is using them after the fact, right? Like you have to go through them. You have to grow through them. You have to um, give yourself time to heal. Right. And even though like with grief, you're never going to be completely healed. It's always going to be a reference point in your life, but you can leverage it on your good days and say, you know, when, when, when you're feeling like, oh, you just don't, you know, it's just another day, right? It's just another day. There's nothing exciting about this day. You know, leverage some of those tough moments as, as, as a reflection, like the people you've lost, the things that are behind you as, no, this is a great day and we still have an opportunity here. And I mean, even using like, you know, our friend Josh who passed away, like as inspiration for living our best lives, right? He doesn't get to do it. We get to do it. And let's do so with his honor in mind, using him as inspiration for the things we do. Let's make him proud, right? You know, so th- there are positive ways of twisting incredibly difficult and seemingly impossible situations. Mm-hmm. Um, it happens one day at a time, little bits at a time. Um, it takes a while to get there, but Gratitude is always possible and it is, a, it is a vehicle for moving forward. Yeah. And we talk about a lot of rituals to help you during these dark seasons of your life in our New York Times bestselling book, Getting Back to Happy. So you can definitely dive into that book if you're interested in some more information. Remember, what you think, you see, you ultimately become. Think better, 